You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online, and my name is Andrew Mackay-Smith. Hope you are well. The interview subject coming up for you, it's David Freeberg, and he's the rhythm guitarist and vocalist, and he has a lot to do with the sounds that are created under the Jefferson Starship banner these days. Another music icon, a legend that I've had an opportunity to talk to. Not a long conversation, this one here, only about 15 or 20 minutes or so. But the reason for the chat with David is because Jefferson Starship have a brand new EP out. It's called Mother of the Sun. So this isn't a re-release or them going over some old tunes and trying to update them or anything like that. This is all new music. It's out now, as a matter of fact, literally today. Today's date being the 21st of August in Australia. Um, The rest of the world tends to be half a day or a full day behind, so... If you're listening to this today, check it out tomorrow. Anyway, the conversation with David's a good one, and here he is. Future Radio. Looks like we're cooking with gas. How's things? Here we are. Hey, Andy. <laughs> how's, things, how's things going? How's the, uh, the conversations with the Australian media types been treating you? Well, I've only had one. It's been fine. <laughs> No worries. Hey, just quickly, I just share this for a bit of a laugh. I, uh, in doing my research for our conversation, you know, you type in your name and then you type in Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, you know, all of the combinations of the different bands you've been in. And you guys have been doing this and you specifically have been doing this so long now. And please take this as a bit of a joke and a compliment too. One of the questions is literally, is Jefferson Airplane still alive? I think it's one of Google's top ranked searches for you. So there you go. I mean, they're talking about the whole band, like as if it's an entity. Uh, no. <laughs> well, bringing you Nobody direct from an airplane anymore. <laughs> well, you must. Uh, I'll kick things off, mate, because look, you must look back on your career with a. Uh, you've survived in a notorious industry, as we know. You must look back with a tremendous sense of accomplishment. Yeah, it's an accomplishment to be alive at this point <laughs> in this country, yeah, for sure. Oh, God, at the moment, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. But I, I have, you know, I've, I've taken some time off here and there in between. Yeah, gotcha. Well, look, I, I do I never, love this. Never stop, never stop being in, in music, though, so... Yeah, correct. You, you, you've, that's what I'm saying, though. That's my point, really. You're a survivor from that perspective. I mean, you've had to deal with a lot of stuff. We know that. Um, you know, the band is sort of coming in and out of favour within the public, and you yourself have even been out of the band for a period of time. But look, now, now you're back, uh, and you're back in a big way because I'm truly enjoying this new EP. You know, Mother of the Sun, and the sound across the seven cuts. You know, I just think it's such a wonderful tribute to to your legacy and to the band's legacy. But it's it's not just about the past. It also takes the band forward as well because you captured a, a killer rock sound. I just love what you've done here. And, uh, you know, so so for you, mate, tell me, does this does this album feel like a bit of a rebirth or is it more of an affirmation of where you're going to? Well, it definitely feels like a rebirth, but it's, it's been a long birth. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it, it it took this bunch of people to do it anyway. So well, let's um, let's see. Okay, so this is actually Paul Kantner's band, the band hmm. that was playing with Paul when he passed away. Yeah. And some of us have been been with him longer than others. I mean, I I, re- I I I took about 
after I left when it changed to Starship, it was it was 20 years before I came back, which is a long which is a lifetime for some musicians, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I did stuff in between, but nothing that I felt like I that, that this is my mission in life. And mm. and so when Paul asked me when Paul asked me to come, so anyway, what I was gonna say is there is a Chris. Chris Smith, our keyboard player, actually joined Paul's Paul's Jefferson Starship in 1998, and so he's been at this for like 22 years now in the band. And I don't know whether anybody's been in it that long other than Paul was. So, so that's pretty good. And um, and then I I came back in 2005, and Donnie in 2006. Donnie Baldwin, who played you know, in, during the 80s and was and played all the way, almost all the way through the Starship era too. And Kathy joined in, in 2008. And so she's been here like almost 13 years now. And, and Jude's been, our guitar player has been, been here for like six years. And so, and so at the point where Paul passed away, we felt so much like a, a unit that it was really hard to imagine not continuing. Yeah, and and and, and Paul's family expressed the expressed the desire. Wouldn't it be nice if you could keep going, especially China, which is Paul Paul and Grace's daughter, China mm -hmm. China Kantner Eisler, and um, and 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 Grace Grace suggested that we we could she she could give us a the lease, you know, that sign sign a contract so we we could be the licensee. And, and everything would be legal and we would just continue as we were. And so that's what we've done. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, and, the, uh, the, the fruits of your labor it, there. It feels like it feel well, it felt, it started to feel like a family as, as soon as th this particular five people got together with Paul and, and it just has done nothing but get to be more fun and, and, and more of a family the longer we've gone. So, we hate being cut off now with this COVID thing. So we're, we're here. We are in different cities. I wish we all lived in the same town. It would be nice. <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Look, the the United States lately. I mean, I, I talk to people from from the United States almost every day at the moment, and uh, you know, I was just saying, just the um, okay. You got you're dealing with the COVID thing over there. You've got an election at the end of the year. Then you've got all of these rioting and this violence that's going on in in cities such as Seattle and Portland at the moment. You know, I'm sure where you are, it's probably peaceful there's, and tranquil. But geez, you know, not, there's not that much going on up there now, really. But there's, there's you know, there's always going to be some some trouble somewhere. But I, I don't hear much about it lately. Yeah, well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad for you, mate. But uh, look, just just talking about the album again most, too. Most of the most of the, I mean, the the huge part of the demonstrations actually been really peaceful, except for when when it's. I'm not going to get it. I don't want to get political. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's all right. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, just been interesting. Not here, to watch, I was talking about music. So, yeah, the thing I'm here to talk about is that we have that record is released tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> Indeed, it is, and look, it's an incredibly varied. It's, is it an album or an EP? Because it got sent to me as an EP. Yeah, it's an EP. But the, I mean, that's what they're calling it—an EP. But it's it's a little long for an EP. 
a little yeah. short for an album, but it's what we had done at, at the point when we, we figured we better we better release this because anyway, it's, it's what it is. What's great? <laughs> I like it. Uh, look, it's a, what I was about to say was it's an incredibly varied rock album. So. And there's different singers, and I love that about you guys. It's a bit like the Beatles, you know. So you can uh, track, not necessarily track by track, but can you tell me who took the lead vocals? Because I'm pretty sure you did on a couple of tracks. I did on a couple. Uh, it's mostly Kathy. I mean, with Kathy on, it's Kathy on um, on on it, the one that that was been released already. Uh, it's about time, mm. and it's her on on what are we waiting for? It's me on uh, setting sun. And then Jude, of course, is playing guitar on, on Embryonic Journey. And Runaway Again is Kathy. And um, uh, Don't Be Don't Be Sad Anymore is uh, is me again. But that's a that's a song that that Chris Smith and Marty wrote about 15 years ago when Marty was in the when Marty was in the band and, and Marty was making his and a solo album and he asked Chris if he if he'd play keyboards on it because he's so good and um, and he heard when he was in the studio he heard this tune that that the this instrumental tune that, that Chris had written and all the maps grabbed out this his his pad of paper that he always carried around and mm. wrote and started writing lyrics and, and it was this song and it ended up being on the album that Chris played on so so that's where that one came from and what, what about the um, what about the lyrical themes then? Is there is there like a narrative across the album? Because I do love the album title or the EP title. <laughs> Mother of the Sun. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, the Mother of the Sun is Cassiopeia, the, 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 the goddess and also the constellation. So anyway. Mm. We think Paul is up at present time his spirit is in Cassiopeia and he's, and he's sending it and he's taking care of us from there. So. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Lovely, lovely title though. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah. Did you, did you, uh, were the lyrics say, uh, writing of the lyrics were, were they a collective thing or did the person who was singing on the track effectively write the lyrics? Grace wrote some of the lyrics for the, for, um, for it, it's about time. Grace Slick. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I pretty much Kathy wrote the rest, and uh, and Donnie, I, I guess Donnie, Do, Donnie and Kathy, but Kathy is Kathy is a is a great lyricist. She's she's fantastic, and and I think she wrote most of them for uh, for What Are We Waiting For? And I wrote and I came up with a few for Setting Sun. I didn't mention that one before. Mm. But anyway, I'm singing that <laughs> anyway. And I wrote a few, I, I wrote a, 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 a couple of things in, in that one. So, and, okay. and Kathy's also on the runaway again. That's your, that's your team. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, I, we, I think you've addressed this, but I did have the question planned because a lot of uh, artists that have been around for, of your vintage, let's just say that, been around for a long time, achieved a lot such as Billy Joel, he hasn't recorded or released new music and it's almost uh, 30 years now, can you believe it, since uh, I can't remember the name of the last album that he did, but 1992 or 1993, I think was his last one. And uh, you could rest on your laurels, but you don't. 
you're out there, um, you, you're, sort of, you're not that you're taking a risk, but you're giving people new music, okay? Which is always something that either um, people appreciate or they go, no, no, we want it to sound oh, like no, it used to sound. No, don't play anything new. We want the old songs. I, I know. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, That's a standing joke with bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for you guys, though, I mean, you, you've obviously got an opinion on it because you do have new new songs out there and, uh, and new material out there, though. But did you, do you feel that pressure just to play the old hits, so to speak, and not release new music and perform that live? So far... We like we've been we've been playing. Um, um, what are we waiting for for over a year in all our shows, and nobody has ever complained about it at all. Mm. And so I, I I don't think I, I don't think we'll have a problem. I don't know. It's we feel so good about playing this 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 new stuff, and it feels I don't know. I I, I have a hard time if, if we could play any gigs at all. But yeah, well, no, yeah. If anybody can play any gigs at all, so I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. Maybe we're planning on it next year. Hoping to get hoping to get down your way. Actually, that'd be nice. Yeah. Year, but if that if anybody will let us in the country. <laughs> at the moment, yeah, it's uh, we're talking about uh, the state anybody that I'm in. Let us out of the U.S. But yeah, I think I think our borders are going to be locked down until at least the end of the year. Meaning our state, even our state border, you can't even get into Queensland, the state that I'm in, from from New South Wales, the adjacent state. Um, right. We're in complete lockdown at the moment. God knows when we're going to get out of it. But uh, but you know, look, the other thing too, though, is have you seen those car park gigs that the promoters are putting on, where people actually turn up in their cars and don't get out of the vehicle and they watch a band or a comedian perform? Yeah, I'm considering those too, it looks like well, if that's what we got to do. But to play, I don't know. We wish we could just figure out a way to pl play together, even though we live in different cities at the same time. That would be nice. But I think it's, I think it's the laws of physics would stop us from being able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Although there, there's, some, there's some software things that are out there that are claiming you can, but I, I'll have to, we'll have to find out. Yeah, well, there's a lot of those videos going around where it looks like the band are performing live and they've got their individual cam on, but they're all pre-recorded, as you know, but, you know, they're presenting the video like as if the bands are performing um, at the same time. But that, of course, is oh, I'm a musician, too, and I couldn't imagine how difficult that would be with uh, the latency to do with no, technology. It's, there's, I can't see how you can not have latency. Yeah. How, yeah. how can you? Oh, just you, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're um, you're a multi instrumentalist, which I'm always fascinated by because I'm a primarily a bass player, and then I'm sometime guitarist if I'm really forced to. But I love my bass guitar. But for you, mate, you seem to be one of those guys who can pretty much get a note out of a hairbrush if you needed to. So well, I, I have, but late, lately, I, lately I've just been sticking to rhythm guitar and mm. going back, going. I, I don't know. Receding to be receding to becoming a folk singer again, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Which is but where I came from. But did that, did I, that... I, I played bass and quicksilver because there was there, everybody was a guitar player and yeah. so they somebody handed me a bass and I said, Okay, I'll have to figure this out. And and then I played, and I played some keyboards, mostly just to write tunes because it's 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 like you know your typewriter for, and, but I'm I'm not I wouldn't consider myself a keyboardist either. But 
but I but I but I've served as a keyboardist in in few bands, you know. And mm. but usually usually I go back was going back and forth between bass and keyboards, but but now now I just I, I don't feel like I'm I'm really a singer. This is the way I the way I figure it out, and yeah. uh, and playing the guitar gives me something to do while I'm not while I'm not don't have my mouth open. <laughs> it's a good way to look at it, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good way to look at it. Yeah, what's what do you what instrument do you find is the most challenging to play and sing at the same time? Hmm. I thought bass was going to be because you're always playing a line. Yep, I know. I find but it then, very challenging. And then when I was in Quicksilver, I was lead singer a lot of the time, and and somehow, well, you found a way to do it. Mm. Yeah, I find it very challenging. I find that I play with my fingers, and uh, yeah. just that motion like that tends to sort of make it arrhythmic. And so I tend to find that I just I don't play with a pick. I don't like it, so I just play with my you know strum down sort of thing. It makes it a more rounded tone. But uh, whenever I have to sing Wonderwall by Oasis or any of that sort of stuff, which are my songs to sing, um, that's pretty much what I what I have to do is just sort of play a very simplistic bass line. Sometimes just playing it on on the measure of the four. You know, one, two, three, four, boom, one, two, three, four, boom, just play the note that way rather than sort of, you know, the uh, quarter notes and all the rest of it because uh, I yeah. just find that I start following the note on the bass rather than singing, you know. So, but you, you can do both very at, a, at, a, at an exceptionally high level. So I've always admired that. Well, somehow I managed to, to do it when I had to. But I, I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was learning, I would be getting into patterns, you know, I remember your patterns and, Yes, and then yeah. they become they become automatic. It, it's automatic as strumming in, in a way. So if you do it often enough, you just got to do it all the time. <laughs> I think my time's almost up. So allow me to ask let, one well, more. Let me say let me say about the, releasing this on 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 um, Gold Golden Robot Records, which is an Australian label. Sure. Tomorrow, yeah. and we're actually having a the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is is letting us is giving us a kind of kickoff thing. That you can get it. It that it is at four o'clock p.m. Pacific time here. I don't know what it is in Australia. Well, it's it's right now. Tomorrow. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Wherever you are, at rockhall.com. R-O-C-K-H-A-L-L.com, and we'll be doing some interviews, and I think we might have a little acoustic thing for for whatever we can get away with, and and we'll probably play some. Actually, we'll probably play one of those one of those uh, isolated videos that you were talking about. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah. So it is out via Golden Robot Records. You're right, and uh, you've got an active social media presence there. So for people, they can always get out there and uh, follow your socials for the updates. You can probably find it on on the Facebook page of uh, Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Probably be on ours too, for that matter. So there you go. Jefferson yeah. Starship. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations on, on a stellar career, mate. Um, oh, outstanding musician. You. And uh, look, congratulations on this album too. I, I'm certainly enjoying it at the moment. I've got it on around the kids usually. And uh, the kids don't complain. So you get a, a two thumbs up from a five and a seven year old there. So you're doing right, something right. <laughs> doing something right then, aren't we? Well, mate, All right, well, great talking to you, Andy. This is likewise, a lot of fun. No worries. Okay. All right. Well, God bless and best of luck with everything moving forward. Yeah. Be safe, man.
Thanks, brother. No worries. Talk to you. Catch you. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and the interview subject you just heard from then is David Freeberg from Jefferson Starship. Thanks for listening.